Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We'll thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive through here at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over there in Tupelo. It'd be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Loosedale. Bruisedale would work, though. It works. We could go. We can go with that. I can deal with that. All right then. Uh, yeah. Wherever you are, though, in our great state, you can always get Strange Brew Coffee. Just get it delivered right to your door with StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. They'll ship it right to you. Whatever kind of coffee uh, machine you've got sitting on your front counter, there, they got you taken care of at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't get just anywhere else because only College Corner has the biggest and best selection of it in Central Mississippi. Shirts, hats. Stuff for the house, stuff for the tailgate, stuff for you, whatever you're looking for. They've got you taken care of at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Excuse me. Uh, Humble Taco, Starbucks newest and best Mexican restaurant, means it's Wing Wednesday over at Humble Taco, man. Go get you some of those awesome Mexican smoked wings. I was talking about, you know, Mexican, or, or what was it, Mexican uh, fare with Mississippi Roots or Mississippi Roots. However, they want to put it. Is it fair or flair? It's fair. Okay. It's fair. I've just lost I've lost the slogan thing. But regardless of that, those wings are what I'm talking about. Smoked wings are great. You can get them anywhere. And then, and I love smoked wings, but there's not a smoked wing in town or that I've ever had that's like the one you get at Humble Taco. Same with the tacos, same with a lot of the dishes they have. They're just different, they're unique, and they're really, really good. So the next time you're in Starbucks, make sure a trip to Humble Taco is on your to do list. Looking for lunch today? Why not Firehouse Subs? That's probably the place to go where you can get a great lunch. You can get it quickly. It's inexpensive. And if you're using the Firehouse Subs app, you're going to be piling up reward points and eating free sandwiches before you know it. Just download that app today. Place your order. It's ready in minutes, and you go from there. Locations to serve you in Startville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, and Floyd and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, back in the studio with me. Today. Hello. That's exciting. I'm here. And we've got the rumblings today. Yay. I know you like the rumblings. You that, know why? I you feel know, like that gives you the biggest platform to disagree with me. Yeah, I do enjoy doing that. I know. Um, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it the way I did the tweet ever again because I, I thought we've gotten to the point where people were, yeah. you know, whenever you like, yeah. you teach like a dog to do things yeah. and it's just kind of, you, you, at some point you can take them off their leash. Right. Didn't no. happen. No. So I make the tweet, and people just immediately start replying to that tweet yeah. and not locking up their tweets. We had those troll accounts starting to come in oh, and answer questions. Yeah, It just uh, it didn't work. So, well, well let's, let's go with the guys who made it work. And we start with our good friend Rob Hadaway, who wants to know, what if Brupolo 
was located in hot coffee? That is an excellent question. Uh, if if that was the, well, we need the Strange Brew Distribution Center to be you in can't, hot coffee. You can't call it hot co- hot coffee because the town's called that. So it's got you got to have a name still, right? So I, I don't know. I don't know. Hot Coffeeville. I don't know. I don't know where you go. That might be but, that might be the name of of Coffeeville's coffee shop. Hot yeah. Coffeeville. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know where we're going with that, Rob. I, I like. It feels like it's a good idea in in theory. I don't know how to bring it into practice though. That's true. That's what we need to work on. All right. Got a few mentions here. All right. Ryan Nelson has our next question. This is a good one. Is there a line in the LSU baseball head coaching contract where they have to come to the mounds several times a game very slowly? Go back to Skip Burtman. That guy would, I mean, he took a solid two minutes to walk from the dugout to the, to the mound. Just yeah. walked like a turtle. The, it, it was really annoying. And I, I guess it's, it, you know, a lot of people said, well, it worked. I, I mean, I guess it did. Um, but I thought he did a good job of keeping State's hitters off balance by doing that. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, every time they made a change or made the made a mound visit, it seemed like it got things back under control. Mm-hmm. State was bad against the bullpen all year, so I mean yeah. all all weekend. Yeah. So um I you know, I, I don't know. It was just uh it it all was terrible. Yeah. Also from Ryan, I'm going to see Garth Brooks in June. What song would you want Garth to open with and what would you want him to close with? I have my two. What are your two? So I went to a Morgan Wallen concert mm-hmm. recently. Okay. He came out and played uh, sand in my boots written by our own Michael Hardy mm-hmm. and played it just on a keyboard by himself right that was his first song okay so I want to come out immediately have someone sitting at the piano and he played the dance wow see. come out slow okay and then well, let's talk and then come in and then you know get the house lights down or whatever uh-huh. and hit me with ain't, ain't going down the sun comes up right and then we're going to close with Friends in Low Places. Okay, so we're almost on the same page here. Yeah. I'm definitely closing with Friends in Low Places. I'm opening with Ain't Going Down to the Sun Comes Up. You can do that. I, I wouldn't want to start. The dance is a downer. Well, it's it's, it's just it's a different kind of thing. Like, like I wouldn't have thought I want to start hot. I, I've never been to a concert that started off slow like that. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. He just came out there, nothing flashy about the stage or whatever. Morgan Wallen sits down, plays, yeah. sand in my boots. Goes back out and then boom hits us in the face with something hard. That's that's what I would like to to see. Just something different. Just change it up a little bit. Good question here for you from our friend Colton Watson, who wants to know: For the first time since the early days of Vic Schaefer, MSU will have a point guard that wasn't recruited and wasn't developed by Vic, the point guard whisperer. Where does Mississippi State go to find the point guard of the future? Is there a player on the current roster? Perhaps the Michigan State transfer. You got news on that? Or Hayes sister number three that has that makeup? Would it be safe to assume that point guard is priority number one for both the men and the women in the transfer portal this year? We always know the men have gotten a point guard. What about the women? I don't think that they're going to have a designated point guard. I think they're going to. I think they're going to uh, be very similar to how South Carolina does things, where they can have two different point guards on the floor, bringing the ball up or whatever. They did that with with um, a couple of their players. I think that's how Mississippi State's going to do it, too. I think that's going to be Sam Purcell's um, way of handling that. And there there are some options out there. I think that 
Anastasia Hayes is makes the most sense. But I also think that they're going to bring in a player or two that's going to be able to to add some value there as well. Okay. Uh, are more adult beverages in terms of total fluid ounces consumed in one SEC Saturday at Duty Noble or in one Saturday night at the Cotton District? Feels like there's I must a- say the Cotton District because you are the first of all, there's probably five thousand maybe people I, I don't know how many people with the yeah. Cotton District on a on a big night. Right. You you don't have that many few people there that you would have at Duty Noble, right? And not everybody's drinking at Duty Noble, right? I and also like, not and also buying a, an alcoholic beverage at a bar is significantly cheaper, I would imagine, than yeah. buying it at a baseball game. So, like, the people sitting in the stands, by and large, aren't aren't drinking more than a couple, right? Right. They might have a couple of beers when I you're at the bar. It, you're downing, right? Yeah. If you're in the lounge, you might be downing beers. Yeah. But, I mean, how many people is that? Whereas, you said at 5,000 people, if they each have, you know, one drink, one 12-ounce can of beer, that's 60,000 <laughs> fluid ounces. So, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm def- I, the, the better question, the better comparison would be Davis Wade. Yeah, I, I think. agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Andy Atkinson wants to know, the, the enforcer, is this baseball season the equivalent of Dan Mullen wearing shorts? So Dan Mullen wore shorts because he didn't take his opponent seriously. I firmly yeah. believe that. I don't think this is that's the same thing. No, this ba- this baseball season is the equivalent of Mississippi State 2011, probably or something like that. Yeah, just just and overrated. Football. Just yeah. overrated. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. R.J. Sweatman wants to know. This is a great question. Now, I will say Chris Lamonis losing weight is comparable to Dan Mullen losing weight, though. Yes. Got to keep the pounds on to be a winner. That's, that's what I, that's what, that's a philosophy I have lived my life by. Uh, R.J. Sweatman wants to know. I walked out of the bedroom the other day holding two shirts. I asked my wife, "Which one do you like better?" As soon as the words left my mouth, my heart sank as I knew I was in for a 35-minute try-on session when that was imminent. What phrase have you uttered and immediately regretted? Hmm. I told my wife to f off one time. Oh, I still hear about that every now and then. That was not good. Yeah, I meant it too at the time. I don't know. Maybe something like, you know, volunteering yourself to to uh, clean or or to move, help somebody move. Yeah, I'll help. Oh, and then you think yeah. about it, you're like, oh, why did I say that? Yeah, I can't think of anything just like off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when you have kids that don't have the same interests as you, hey, Dad, do you want to hear about this? And you just say yes, and then forty minutes later, you know so much about Pokemon that you don't you don't even know what to do with it. Just about any time, like somebody asks, like, "What are you doing on Thursday or something?" Yeah, they're never asking I, for you, a good reason. You can never you never need to jump out there and be like, "Oh, nothing. I'm not doing anything." You've got to reserve some space uh, in there. Like, I don't. I, I I think I might have this going on. Why? What's up? Yeah, you know, you got to ask that. What? What's going on? And like, oh, well, well, some of us are getting together to go to go to go grab something to eat at Humble Taco. Oh, well, yeah, I think I could be free. Or like, oh, we were gonna we we're gonna help so and so move. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be doing something. You know what? I just remembered. I just remembered. Yeah, I got this to do. How many losses this year would it take to burn up all the credibility Lamonas had built? Is there a number? The man won a national title last year. He still has credibility. You know, 
Yeah, nothing. Nothing. So I, nothing can happen. This is what occurred to me, by the way. People have been talking about this. You know, this, the last time MSU was bad at baseball was 2015. The next year they won the SEC. Yeah. So I, I don't believe it's going to be they're going to be down for long. And here's the thing. I mean, it's really hard to put together teams every single year that are competing to go to Omaha. What Mississippi State's done the last three years is not normal, folks. Right. That going to Omaha three years in a row mm-hmm. is not normal. Yeah. And guess what? One of those teams had no business being there. Yeah. That team at the in the middle of the SEC schedule was not good. They almost didn't make postseason. So it's it's all about getting hot at the right time. And yeah, you know, I think there's some more questions in here, so I won't go through all of my thoughts on that, but. Lamonis didn't just forget how to coach. I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into it. So, I mean, I think we're trying to jump too far into, like, definitive statements. Like, I agree. Let's just, I agree. Sometimes baseball is just baseball. I agree. Uh, the Sorcerer wants to know. Got a couple of wrestling questions here for us. Oh, cool. What are some improvements you'd like to see from Tony Khan? I'd like for him to get rid of Dan Lambert and that whole group. I'd like for him to step away from making all the booking decisions. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't want him to be the end all be all there. You like the it's, wrestlers have a little more say? I, I want some guys that that are you know, let's let's get young bucks, give them some mm-hmm. some opportunities, Kenny I feel Omega. Like they have some I'm sure they do, but you know, that was kind of the, the falling out with him and Cody is yeah. he took those privileges away from Cody. Mm-hmm. Well, Cody, Cody was no longer booking anything. I feel like Cody made some bad booking decisions. Probably, but himself. everybody, everybody does. But he did it for himself, which is weird. Like well, he, he made himself into a mid carter. Well, the the mistake he made immediately was putting himself in that match with yeah. Chris Jericho or whoever it was. Yeah, and if I he can't. loses, yeah, because then you you've now but ended so, that. So many matches he could have had. And he never did because he was basically he was wrestling Anthony Agogo. Well, I mean, the thing to do is you have a booking committee that you sit down in a writers' meeting and you make all these decisions, and you don't just have you know this authority figure like Tony Khan making every decision, which I assume he's doing. Could be wrong though. Great, another one of these fake accounts just followed me. Can't wait. Oh. Um, this is a never-ending thing. It's, that it's the really guy cool. that deleted his account is on another account. I'm sure somewhere, somebody sent me. He was sending he was sending me tweets about my wife one day. I mean, guys, don't be psychopaths. If you need to get all this, air all these issues that you have inside out, so go this, scream in a pillow so somewhere. Let's look at this. This guy says he's Leon Stevens Jr. Okay, so here, look. Everyone welcome. His, his pin tweet is everyone welcome. Leon Stevens III, so proud of Shay and the whole family. Merry Christmas from the Stevens family. A quick Google search of this image. And yes, I have an ad blocker on. I'll turn it off. Hold on, because I, I want to I prove my point. Have you have you uh, been following Catfish or something? You're, you're going to uh, Google images now? Well, this doesn't make any difference. Anyway, this person was born in San Antonio. They are the first baby to be born after the coronavirus. Mm. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Let's see here. Let me find if I can find it here. This is a woman named Sharice Williams who gave a baby. Her baby's name is Cairo. So, so if you this, see... So this person basically took this photo and made it like it's his own kid. So 
we're just going to block this guy because what's the point? And we're out. And every now and then, like they'll change their pictures and yeah. stuff. Too. I mean, I'm just don't. It's just like you're just there's they're this trolls. little group of state fans. I don't know if they're state fans or not, but they pretend to be them on Twitter. Tyrone Coulon, American Dog, Lee County. They're all they're all not real people. And if you're interacting with these people, stop. And they're like put it on the message board yesterday, and they're like, "We need to fight this guy." Like it's not a real, it's not person. a real person. They're doing that to get a rise out of people. I just muted. I muted everyone I'm, that's interacting. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Uh, do you think Cody will be successful in WWE? The last person Vince gave a bus to was Lex Luger. <laughs> the Nightmare <laughs> Express. Did he give him a bus? Yeah. Did he get no? He gave Cody a bus. I, I think so. Yeah. I thought he already had a bus. Well, I think he turned it into the Nightmare Express. Uh, I think so. I think that's already been. Well, a thing. we'll see. But still, do I think he'll be successful? It depends. All right, it just depends on how he's booked. It, it, they're going to rematch him with Seth Rollins. He has to win that. He needs to win about three or four more matches, and then we get to SummerSlam. He should be challenging Roman Reigns. I was I was really surprised at the uh, reaction he got at WrestleMania. We yeah. we talked. We previewed that, and I think I said, like, I think he's going to get booed out of the building. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have said I might boo him. I was jumping up and down going nuts. I mean, yeah. it's like when it happens, when somebody comes back, somebody makes you come moment. back, I mean, you can't help yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I think eventually, like, I think people would might get tired of him mm-hmm. eventually like they did in AEW. But what you're, you're dealing with two separate well, you fan bases. you got to keep him hot. you got to keep him winning, you know? Yeah. But you're dealing with two separate products. Yeah. and. Everybody at AEW is this the online wrestling community that is angry about everything. They they give all those bud buzzwords and some things like that, and then um, the the WrestleMania fans are a little more purist, you know, innocent. A lot of people are innocent. You have the kids there, so I think that played into it as well. I agree. I agree with you. All right, uh, where are we here? Question from Will Caruth, who wants to know. Who would win a seven-game series between Ben Howland's one NCAA tournament team and the 2008 Stansberry team? So that team had Rhodes, Gordon, Barry Stewart, Stewart, Ben Hansborough's on that team, Fernando's on that team. That was the team that was it 07, 08, or 08? I, I went 07, 08. Because if he says 08, I always basketball should always be the, the last. That's, that's the team that lost to Memphis in the in the tournament. That might be the team that played in the NIT. They might have played in the NIT against – they beat Florida State to go to – They, they lost in the, the finals. Final. Yeah, remember. to West Virginia. What was the semifinals, wasn't it? Uh, I, ooh, I don't remember. I think it was semifinals. I can't find the, the season info. Um, no, no, you're right. You were right the first time. They lost to Memphis. Memphis. That's, so, that's what I thought. The, the, next, the, first, the year before is when they went to NIT. I think I'm taking this team, Sansbury's team. That was a really good team. You know, I mean, Q's a good player, but I mean, they they have well, they won a game in the NCAA tournament. They have the double-headed monster of Gordon and Charles Rhodes. So yeah. That's gonna be tough. That team, who did they who did they beat in the first Oregon. round? Oregon. Yeah. Charles Rhodes had like thirty something points. Yeah, he had a huge game. And they lost to Memphis pretty much at the buzzer. Technically, they, they won that game. That 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 win has been uh, that, that is true. So. That was the year Kansas Kansas beat won, Memphis in the final. The, yeah. Yeah. Memphis was undefeated. Um, yeah, that that was a good. That I'm definitely taking that team. That yeah, was a good team. There was more talent probably on. They probably won in five games. Yeah, that there was more talent probably on this past team that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Reggie Perry, 
uh, Robert Woodard. That was a really talented team. Mm-hmm. But this team, from a from a team standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm taking that. And don't forget, Perry and Woodard were all on the bench for most of that season. And Perry got in towards the end, but Woodard wasn't was never a starter on that team. You had what uh, Nick Lamar Peters. That was the team that they that you know Ben Howland just kept forgetting he was yeah. on the team. I, I just like, forgot. Well, that's right. my fault. Like okay, well, uh, yeah, how? Brogan Fairchild wants to know who was the biggest surprise from the scrimmage in terms of you know offense, defense. anybody anybody stand out? So that's the thing. I didn't feel like anybody was just like wow. Maybe Corey Ellington, but that, Corey Ellington, Deshaun Page. Um, but if you if Antonio you read twenty four seven, you feel like Ellington and Page and I, are guys and I've been to about. and I've been to a couple of practices too, so I've seen those guys flashing a little more. Um, not not really a a whole lot of surprises, but. Just kind of more affirmation, re, re, reaffirmation, affirmation. Yes, reaffirmation, reaffirmation. Um, it reaffirms what I've seen in the first few practices. Those guys are putting together consistent yeah. practices, and I think that they're going to make an impact. And yeah. you especially that from Deshaun Page, mm-hmm. and he he's been kind of moving around. He's played some middle linebacker and outside linebacker. With uh, Jet Johnson being out, he's been inside a little bit. There was a good post on your board about he's going to really outdo Navantike Strong. I mean, and I, what he I said is has, he probably already has. He's still on scholarship, and he hasn't done anything yeah. really to this point. It's incredible. It, if I were going to write a book, if I ever really wanted to sit down and like try to write a book, I would go and find guys like Strong, who made who made a late flip in the recruiting process. And it never, it just didn't work out for them. It's it's like clockwork. Yeah, it really. You is. can almost set your watch to it. Yeah. They're not going to, you know, him be productive. You know, Nick Brazel, guys like that. You know, oh, there's Brazel's a little different. I've got a whole list of Ole yeah. Miss players. Oh, the Ole Miss, the Ole Miss it's, list it's is growing. Wrong. But there's but there's players from all over the place that do. And, and, and like MJ Daniels entered the portal and then dropped back out. I guarantee you he enters again. Yeah. Oh, for sure. After like after next year, I guarantee you he gets back in. Have you watched Moon Knight? Yes. Okay, then you can answer this. How how how, how would you rank it among the bat, the Marvel shows? Last. Don't like it. I have no Is it just idea. Just you don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. Okay. I have absolutely. It's it's so hard to understand. And somebody will say, "No, it's not." Well, I don't understand it. All right. I don't know anything about the uh, character first and foremost. There's some cool. He has like a he has a cool little uh, uniform, mm-hmm. but other than that, I just don't get it. And. Um, Maybe it's just because I just don't know who the who the guy is, but the other ones have been far superior to me. And it's just episode two, so um, you know I, I'll reserve judgment. I'm going to keep watching it yeah. because I love Marvel and I love everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. But this one right now has not has resonated with me. I got you. All right, Norm wants to know: we had to pick one for the rest of our lives, pizza or wings? Um, pizza. I'm going to go wings. Well, I can get. Other types of chicken. You can. I agree with that. But to me, like pizza, it really all does taste the same, right? Pepperoni, sausage doesn't make a difference. But there's just so many different kinds of wings. Yeah, but pizza is pizza. If you lose it, you'll never have pizza. Well, I I would rather not have wings. And that's not true. There aren't, they aren't, they aren't really all the same. You have different styles. No doubt. You have different toppings. But the sauce, cheese, meat is basically the same wherever you go. Yeah. There's a few differences here and there, but. I don't like white sauce pizza. No, I'm not a huge fan. I, I've tried that. It's yeah, not not really down my alley. No, I get you, but I love wings. I'm gonna go wings. 
Uh, Ryan Morrison asks, if you told me a year ago that State would win the national title but not make the tournament next year, I would have taken it every time. Would you have taken that? Yes. I'd do it again. 100%. Yeah. And then do you think that's concerning moving forward or just this year? I think it's just this year. I just – it's very difficult for me to watch Chris Lamonis send two teams to the College World Series in three years mm-hmm. and get to within, you know, wh- where he did and then win it the next time he went um, and have that consistency that he's had and just come around and – all of a sudden, he's no longer a good coach. I, yeah. I, it's really difficult for me to to see that. Yeah. Bryce Overby asks, who bamboozled Mississippi State more in their opening game, K.J. Costello or Braylon Skinner? It's Costello by a long, long, long way. Well, Braylon Skinner just hit a home run. Yeah. K.J. Costello broke an SEC record. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not it's, even close. Yeah, yeah that, that was a major bamboozle there. We, we were we were thinking that Mississippi State was about to take over the SEC and they weren't going to lose to anybody. Yeah, and then we they lost to Arkansas the very next year, the very next week, and yeah. Arkansas had not won a game in the SEC in like two years. Yeah. Uh, let's see here: Ford Polk, McDonald's Coke, Taco Bell Mountain Dew, Sonic Cherry Limeade, or Chick Fil A Lemonade. Sonic Cherry Limeade during the summer, uh-huh. like a summer afternoon, yeah. get you a large or. Route 44, whatever that huge cup yeah. is, yeah, yeah. that is the way to go. But mm-hmm. Taco Bell Mountain Dew with a, with some burritos or something is pretty hard to beat too. Uh, I'm not I'm not buying anything from from McDonald's. The only thing I drink on this list is McDonald's. So or is right. Coke. So McDonald, they know McDonald's Coke. They put more fizz in it, so it, it tastes better. It has more fizz than the average place's Coke. There's probably other things they put in there too. Probably knowing so. some of those probably workers, so. maybe so. Would you rather watch NASCAR, golf, rodeo, or tennis? NASCAR. NASCAR. Because I've actually, I, I was a fan for a while. So. Okay. I think the answer is rodeo. That seems like they'd be the most exciting, right? Yeah. Let's go with rodeo. Uh, let's see here. Andy Losick wants to know. What's a better Netflix series? Eccentric football coach who's been off the grid in a $3 million treehouse for 10 years returns to college football? Or eccentric football coach who gets leveraged by really bad dudes over a sunken treasure deal gone bad? I don't know. I think, I would, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, the return to college football after 10 years off the grid. Like he comes back and like he, he can't believe the advancements in technology. Like he, nobody's running the football anymore. He doesn't know what to do. It's kind of like uh, recruiting, so different, you know. It's kind of like um, why well, a castaway. Yeah, you know when he, he comes back and yeah, like uh, there's so many. I mean, there's like cell phones. Yeah, so you didn't, you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, imagine like you're gone for like ten years and you left in like 2006 mm-hmm. or something, or maybe you like you left in like oh two mm-hmm. before Facebook, Twitter, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And you come back, and there's social media. Like, let's let's look at it like this: like, Jim Trestle loses the national championship game. He gets blown out by Florida, right? Yeah. He's like, "That's it. This was this was too much to handle. I'm out." And then he comes back in 2000. He hasn't. He like literally goes and lives on a desert island, mm-hmm. no connection to the outside world. And then he finally decides in 2022, I want to get back into coaching. 
and he comes back, and this is college football is what it is. Transfer portal. I mean, he would, kids. I mean, yeah, kids are the kids are much different. different. I mean, offenses are different. He he might decide I'm I'm not going to deal with this. Right, but it, that's the whole point of the thing where he's like some school made him an offer he could not refuse. Yeah. So all right, that's that's that's. Actually. I think you're going to see a lot of college coaches go to the pros over the next five to Probably ten years. So. Probably that, so. that they just don't want to deal with this. Yeah. I mean, we had one dude leave. Um, some b- men's basketball team and go become a hotel manager. Yeah, as Arkansas that? State. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. Another one. From I've Andy. never seen an announcement like that. I've I've taken a job with Embassy Suites. <laughs> and another one from Andy. Are you more likely to be friends with a guy who throws out the first pitch at a baseball game in cargo shorts or capri pants? Well, I'm a dad, so I'm cargo shorts. Yep. Yeah. Men should not wear. There's capri no doubt. Pants. No. I I got rid of my cargo shorts about eight years ago, but. I'm still friends with people that wear them. Yeah. So, uh, 901 Stark Dog has Sims injury thrown our rotation off that much? If he hadn't been injured, what would be our SEC standing? I mean, how many would they have? They, well, the problem is the offense right. on Friday nights. I mean, they would have had, I think they would have had more of a shot. Like they lost 11 nothing Arkansas. to Arkansas. Right? Wasn't that the first game? Or was it, was, it was something like that. But yeah. that game was close. Going into the yeah, latter innings. I don't innings. know that Sims makes a huge difference there, though. Yeah, he might have pitched one more inning, and they, they wouldn't beat have Alabama, blown up in the bullpen. So it doesn't matter. And then the Arkansas, it was sort of the same thing. Preston got knocked around a little early in that one. Maybe yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, the, the only thing is, I think he makes a difference for the staff from a mentality standpoint. Maybe so. And he changes what you do with your rotation. Yeah, no Preston doubt. Johnson is now pitching. On, so it's not the Friday night games that he affects, it's the it's the Saturday so You don't have Stanette out there these last two Saturdays. Yes, you forward. have Preston Johnson out there on Saturday. A different, yeah. Yeah, that's so that, that's the thing. Maybe maybe two or th- maybe two more wins. We'll give them two more wins. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The Walking Bully. You know what? Let's go ahead and do our, do our ads here. And uh, we'll bring that to you thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're cooking out this weekend or any weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Go grab some steaks, some burgers, or maybe put a big brisket. One of my favorite barbecue guys on, on YouTube, Chud's Barbecue, did a great brisket uh, recipe today I was looking at. Man, some good ideas out there, and they all are good with beef. Head to the grocery store, put some beef in the shopping cart. Your family will love you, and so will the 15,000 Mississippians who make up our beef providers here in this great state. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. So good. So good. Need to get back there. I mean, I've only it's been a week or so. I'm, I'm already jonesing for it again. We just talked about smoked wings in the uh, in the earlier part. If you want traditional smoked wings, you can't find better ones than the ones you get at Two Brothers. Always great stuff happening on the weekends, too. Live music out there on the patio when the weather's nice. You just want to be a part of the action. So head over to the Cotton District and enjoy some smoked southern soul food. At Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. I know every business promises that, but only Advantage Businesses really delivers it, and they really do so when we're talking about service. If you are a person who has to deal with national office supply chains, national uh, you know technology chains, you know what a pain in the well in the east that it can be to deal with them. You're talking about trying to get somebody on the phone, trying to talk to a human and not a, a an automated response. Getting somebody out there within a couple of days just to fix your problem, it's a nightmare. That's not the case with Advantage Business Systems. You're talking to somebody who lives here in our great state. You're talking to somebody who can be there today or tomorrow to fix your problem and get you back up and running. That's what you want. That's what you deserve from your 
technology providers. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Walking Bully asks us, Just Davis is hitting 286. Considerable more at-bats than Skinner, McGowan, or Corder, all of whom are hitting below 209. Is he hurt? Am I missing something? He pinch hit on Sunday, and I texted you. I was like, well, I guess he's not hurt. Because honestly, man, we had the exact same thought. I don't know why he was out of the lineup. I have no clue. And and, and apparently Braylon Skinner's ahead of him because Braylon was brought in as a late-inning replacement in one game, started the Saturday game. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand. I mean, it, it seems like he is probably your best option offensively in the outfield at this point. Uh, you know, Quarter is in a major funk. We haven't really seen anything from Skinner or McGowan that gives you hope. But, you know, Jess Davis has gotten walked. He's gotten a couple of hits. I just I don't know what's going on, man. The center field is a mess right now from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, Jim Wilson Claxton. Hold on. You got, you got a check? Oh, no, that dude's absolutely fake. I, I saw him yesterday. Bye-bye. <laughs> And he answered. He answered the guy's. Oh, he did. Thing. Yeah, he did that on purpose. So I'm. I'm done with him. Whatever your name is, just stop. Yeah. Will you people just stop? Like I see that name, Jim Wilson Claxton. I'm like, that can't be a real person. The drill field wants to know. Man, the walking bully just asked a question, and now the drill field's asking, is there a more overrated MSU logo than the walking bully? Ooh, that's one of your boys too. That's the, that's the end zone eleven guy. I just I love the walking bully. I, I love I, it. I now look. I my, wear it's it actually everything. my favorite logo. It's not it's not for everything, but there it, it's one of state's best retro logos for sure. I have a walking bully polo. So it, it's it's just a time that you know I saw somebody saying um, today that that time period was overrated, but mm-hmm. it's just, there's a lot of great memories in the late nineties and great players and. Um, and, and things like that, and it was just a, a fun time for a lot of people. You know, a lot of us grew up during that time period, and that was, you know, that was like our bat signal. Yeah, that was that was our that that's what you associate the late nineties uh, with with Mississippi State. And so, to me, it's just it's just a fun logo. And I have seen a lot of people that hate it, but I love it. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. Jay Mann wants to know, any chance we see a lineup move like this? Jaeger to short, James in center, Downs at second, and Alford at third. That's that's sort of the, you know, let's start playing for the future lineup there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, that, that would be probably your best bet offensively. Mm-hmm. But can those guys handle it defensively? Yeah, that's the question. I, I, I mean, Cam James in center, that's an important place to be. you got to roam left I'd to almost, right. I'd almost rather put Cumbus in center. Yeah. And move, let James play left. Let, let him play left. Um, or right. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, I don't want to put Kellen Clark in center, though. Well, you can play Kellen Clark at left. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah, you can switch them. That feels like a lot What I would do is Cam James at third and then somebody at second. Mm-hmm. Aaron Downs or somebody like that. Um, Can Alford not play in the outfield? Uh, I, I no, I don't. He doesn't really or look Downs. like an outfielder to okay. me. What about Downs? Downs? Maybe could probably play like right field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something's wrong with him. He's hurt or something. Yeah, yeah I think he is. Yeah, I think he, he hurt. I think he hurt his wrist or something like that. 
Uh, Snave asks us, what, he wants to know what app do I use to download podcasts and what do I enjoy? Robbie, same question to you. I, I, I just listen to Spotify for podcasts. I don't download anything. I just And he's got a gimmick with me like like I'm you know 20 years old or something. Yeah, it is funny. Um, so he, he's asking what, uh, which what, one. Would, what podcast, what, what do you use to listen to podcasts? Uh, Apple. Apple. Yeah. My podcast, I listen to Rewatchables. I listen to Talk is Jericho. Um, I listen to How to Barbecue Right podcast from time to time just to, to hear some barbecue stuff. Um, I used to listen to Arn, but I felt like it was like the same podcast every week. Well, all those. I, I will y- listen to William Regal's when it starts. Oh, who is uh, Conrad doing? Yeah. It's just all the Conrads are, are all the same. They are. You know, and it's. But Regal gives me something a little different, I feel. Yeah, I've just started listening to um, DDP and Jake the Snake Roberts mm-hmm. podcast, which is interesting. I listen to a few few of those um, wrestling podcasts, and then a ton of true crime stuff and history. Yeah, I know you're into that, yeah. I, I, I listen to American History Tellers and American Scandal, which is by, done by the same guy, Lindsey Graham, who's really good, mm-hmm. uh, historian guy. Um, I've listened to all the Dr. Death podcasts, yeah. and then just a ton of, like I said, a ton of um, true crime podcasts. Uh, I just got done listening to the MLK tapes mm-hmm. about Martin Luther King, and currently listening to a podcast about the Amityville murders um, called Very Scary People. You need to go check that out if you're into that stuff. Um, so, yeah. really interesting. Real quick here. So, I'm watching this video here. Joe Moorhead. Shave the beard. I don't like it. Normally, when somebody shaves the beard, like when I shave the beard, people are like, you look like a child. Moorhead looks older without the beard. Yeah, now. he does. It's weird. He and looks his beard awesome. was all gray. He looks awesome with a beard, yeah, by the way. Yeah, the beard was definitely a good look. It's especially uh, cool when he's like in cold weather games. Yeah, yeah, and he's all yeah, got yeah. the Santa look looking. It's like he does that when he's like a coordinator. He didn't yeah. do that here that no, much. Never had. He he had the beard like during the off season of his first year. And, yeah, and then that was it. And it was just kind of like scruffy. Remember when Mullen yeah. grew out his beard a little bit? That was weird. I don't remember that. Yeah, he did it like during the summer or something. He strikes me as a guy who couldn't grow a beard. It was really weird. It'd be like, really scraggly. And it was a little scraggly, but it. I mean, yeah. it was like it was just. It, like tufts of hair. Yeah, yeah I, you know, it was a little, it was just a little strange. Makes your leech with a beard. That would be awesome. He would look like a homeless person. <laughs> we need to make this happen. He absolutely, he's got some scruffiness to his. Oh, a yeah. bit. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, God, these names, y'all. Doobie dog. <laughs> his, his his handle is rolling doobies. <laughs> rolling doobies. Anyway, in the spirit of Butch Thompson's return, what if Tipper and Fresta Fristo? I called I called Frisco, Fresto. I called Fristo Frisco on with my inner talking to Chris Lamotis yesterday. I know I said, nice. I know that I said Frisco. Well, I uh, said sex to Tanner Allen one time uh, during the College World Series. Sexed? Sex. Like to send a sexual text? No, like S E X. Okay, just the okay, sex. Yeah. Okay. I, I was trying to say six or something like you that, and I said sex, sex, and he didn't. He didn't blink. <laughs> I, I still got. Did he make a comment or did he just answer your question? I still got video from that too. Did he? Did he make? Did he call you out on it? No. Oh, I he just, even he just kept like, looking straight ahead. Like first off, Robbie, I appreciate it, but you know, I had that, and like two days later, Chris Lamonis mentioned like the lady was like, "I'm sorry, everybody's muted," and he was like, "Good, we don't have to hear Robbie Falk." <laughs> that was like back to back days. I guarantee you, that if I had been there, that would have I it would I would have been the one he singled out. No question. But here it is. You'll have some sex, success against Tom. You had some success. Y'all had some sex. Y'all had some sex. 
<laughs> I bet mean, I wish Tanner Allen been like, damn right, we had some sex. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. we've so gone off the rails here. That's so funny. Uh, anyway, he wanted to know if Tepper and Fristo maybe should be three three quarter sidearm guys. Should they? Tr- I don't know. It's not really. It's not, not really a everybody. delivery thing yeah. for me. It's a mentality thing. I think with them, it's yeah. the inability to consistently throw strikes and control your pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think it's an arm slot I agree issue. With you 100%. I mean, Chad Gerardo's probably was, but a lot of his was kind of control too. Um, but sometimes you just have to have a different kind of delivery so guys aren't seeing the ball come out of your hand um, nearly as well. They tried that with Cam Tuller, and it, it really hasn't resonated. It um, didn't work. It didn't work all the time. No, it doesn't. You know? it's, not a, it's not a cure-all. Yet. No. Tucker Medlin, has this season changed your opinion on Chris Limonis or the coaching staff as a whole? No. No, I, no. I still believe that they're. this is a really good staff. Yeah. And, you know they've they've got they've got some things that they've got to work on as far as the pitching is yeah. concerned. Uh, you know why are these guys not throwing strikes consistently? Yeah. Why are these guys? Uh, a lot of these guys aren't developing. Um, and Scott Boxall is a great pitching coach, but this year it's not clicking. So they've got to figure out what's going on. And I think they really need to overhaul this roster with some transfer portal players too. No question. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Brian McDuff, my good friend, wants to know. Walter Mathau once said about gambling that it isn't fun unless the wins matter and the losses hurt. Could the same be said? The same could be said of sports. Is the reason this baseball hurts so bad? This baseball season hurts so bad because we finally felt the joy of a win that truly matters. Yes. Yes. Uh, I th- you know, I think Mississippi State fans could handle having a down season, mm-hmm. but you just went to the college, the pinnacle of sports and when you're in the pinnacle you're always on top that's right so you won a national championship you've got most of that roster returning and you're uh, i'm trying to think of the phrase because i didn't want to say what i really want to say you're uh pooping the bed right now um poop poop mouth poop mouth why did you say that robbie (laughs) so i you know it's that that hurts for a lot of people because you've just had the most success you've ever had in a single season. You return a lot of those same faces, and you're watching those faces go out there and they're losing ball games. Um, so yeah, that's makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ian Ladner is hitting trouble. Is the hitting troubles due to approach or due to the players? Uh, I think it's approach. Yeah, you, you got plenty of talent. There's talent there for sure. Uh, are the hitting troubles overwhelming the pitchers because they know they can't make a mistake? Well, th- the same could be said a couple weekends ago at Georgia that the hitters knew that no matter what they did, it wasn't enough. Yeah. So I, d- I don't think that's it. And is Lamonis recruiting for the long ball a potential problem in Omaha? No. <laughs> no. You can you can you can still be a power hitter. Yes. Yeah, so if you're driving the ball into the gap. Yeah. That's all you need to be doing. And and you know these these hitters aren't just purely home run hitters. I mean, Kellum Clark can single through the right side or put a ball in the gap. Yeah, Hunter Hines can do the same thing. I mean, yeah. these guys are capable of being yeah. more than just home run hitters. Will Chandler says Raising Canes opens April nineteenth in Tupelo. A will you camp out for the opening? I don't think I'll go that far. Okay, but I will go to Tupelo to get some raising canes at some That's point. That's his next question. What's the furthest you would travel for a fast food meal? So an hour? Would you be willing to go two hours for canes? I wouldn't go 
to Jackson just for Canes. Would you go to I, Oxford? Hour and a half? Mm, probably not. Okay, it so, it would so have it, to be. I would have to be. I mean, I can get chicken tenders anywhere. Good chicken tenders. What's that? I said I can get good chicken tenders anywhere. Oh. Okay. What? So, you know, just trying to prove a point. But they're you all to the same. They're not all the same. They're all the same. They're not all the same. All the but same. you can eat good chicken it's tenders. all the same. Only the batter changed. Yeah, the batter's changed. It's, the batter's it's different. It's all the same. It's all it's, chicken tenders. They're all, they all have their own flavor. Mm. You, you tried to argue with me that I couldn't tell the difference between I Zaxby's. I guarantee you could. I guarantee you I will. T- I, you ate Zaxby's today. I ate today. It's completely different tasting chicken. Whatever. So It's fried so. chicken. I love fried chicken. So is an hour the answer then? If you're like you're like, I, I wouldn't go I, thirty minutes probably for fast so food. So you drive to Columbus? Yeah. Okay. I, I you know, but I, if I'm in Tupelo, I'm going to go to Canes. Yeah. If I'm in Jackson area, I'm going to Canes. I, there, are, if if there was a, like, I don't know, like I've never been to a Culver's, but I hear it's really really good. If a Culver's opened in Columbus, those, I would those go are and those are closer to they have some in Kentucky. They have some yeah. in there's Tennessee. One in, there's I think one in Birmingham. Oh yeah, there is yeah. one there. Those are kind of like a northern... Yeah, they're more of a northern thing. Yeah. So I would drive that far, 30 minutes, yeah, sure. This is the question of the day, in my opinion, from Barrett Sloniker. Hold on. Please be a real person. I think he's okay. Let me check his profile real quick. Please don't respond it to anything. I think we're good. We're good. We're good with this kid. All right. That That's, that's too strange of a name to be fake. That's a good point. Plus, yeah, that, that, he's got to be real. Okay. Our it's sad pl- that we're now questioning all these loyal it's Mississippi the State fans I mean, at this yeah, point. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this is the problem we brought on ourselves. Are pork rinds a type of meat? If not, then what classification do you put it in? Question of the day. Pork rinds are definitely a meat. They are meat. They, I mean, they are the flesh of the animal. They are. But they're technically like chips. They're, they're, they're meat chips. Yeah. They're kind of like jerky. Yeah. I can get I can yeah. get by with that. Yeah, you ever but seen the, an I mean, unpopped pork rind, an unfried pork rind? Yes. I mean, they're like it's like eating rubber. Yeah, but you fry them up and they're crispy and delicious. You want you want a game changer? You ready? Don't do chips and queso. Pork rinds and queso. Where could you get something similar to that? I, you don't have to even get something similar to that. You can go to Dave's right now and get you can pork get rind, pork well. You can basically eat that with the. Uh, Pork rind nachos that you can get at oh yeah two, two brothers. brothers yeah yeah pork so, rinds much much and they're healthier there's no carbs they are healthier so uh, last question of the day from the Mangum Cafe this might be the second. what happened to uh, MSU history where is he he didn't make it today hey we'll get we'll get something from him like yeah, in two hours two hours and be like yep too late rank the gas station snacks do we need to call Alex McDaniel here here we go chicken strips pieces of chicken pizza stick Spicy wings, chicken on a stick, rib tips. Rib tips would be my rib number tips are one. one. Yeah, rib tips. the The chicken is hit or miss because sometimes it sits on the lamp a yeah. long time and it gets real. If you can get some good fresh, crispy, crunchy chicken. The uh, the Cajun tasting the Cajun uh, strips that they have mm-hmm. at some of these places. With, yeah. There's a gas station in Matheson that's got these yeah, Cajun yeah, yeah. strips, crispy, crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, they're spicy. Yes, they taste, it's almost and like they Popeyes. have biscuits too with them. Yes, that might be my number two. So, that, we'll, so we'll go chicken strips, and then chicken. And we'll go fried chicken. You like? Fried I love chicken. fried chicken. Yeah, 
I, I really want to put a pizza stick up there because that used to I be my a huge pizza. That used stick. to be my snack at work. Chicken on a stick is ahead of pizza stick. And it depends on where it's made. Yeah. If it's a restaurant, then yes. I, I would not get wings. I've had wings from spicy there wings. I wouldn't do that. They're good. Okay. <sighs> Rib tips, chicken strips, pieces of chicken, mm-hmm. pizza stick, chicken on stick, spicy wings. I would switch pizza stick and chicken on stick. That's all I would switch. That's fine. There I just have great memories of pizza sticks at the uh, Handy Andy, not in not in Oxford, the Handy Andy in Louisville. There you go. All right. Here we go, then. That's the end of the, today's uh, show. Want to appreciate you. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. We'll start talking a little baseball tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk a little. We might talk a little women's basketball. There, there's some news. Some, some Robbie is reporting some potential portal uh, moves coming that way. We'll definitely talk football because we need to catch up on the the uh, positional breakdown we missed yesterday, the safety position. So we'll do that, and then special teams. Will because be you didn't feel good. I'm so sorry. All right. I'm so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again. Very, uh, weekend. Have a great Wednesday. You Back, wish. I do wish. Back with you very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs> Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.